Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Uh, this is Thursday. Looks like it's going to be another gorgeous day outside. It's our last show of this week. Tomorrow, this station, this time, inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. And Kennedy Broadcasting will be closed on Monday. So we will see you again on Tuesday. Uh, we'll have... You know, we'll have some syndicated programming and maybe some pre-recorded programming running up on Memorial Day, but uh, any anything live and local uh, will not be on the air. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is still out there driving the bus. Maybe you're just testing it. No, no, no bus, no bus. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> hey, man. Good morning. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Delk, I want to remember two great Americans. Uh, Jim Brown passed away this week, and oh, Tina that. Turner. Oh. She's she's actually yeah. grew up here in Tennessee, but she's a citizen of Switzerland. But two great Memphis. Americans. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be Jim Brown when they were young yes, and playing did. ball. <laughs> yes, yes, <clears throat> yes. Thanks for bringing that up, Monsieur. All right, regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How you doing? Good morning. And and um, Tina Turner was born in Nutbush. I think it was Nutbush, Tennessee is where she's from. But somebody posted last night that Tina passed, of course, which is a loss for the whole world because she's fantastic. But somebody posted, Tennessee needs a Mount Rushmore that has Tina Turner on it, Pat Summit, Wilma Rudolph, and Dolly Parton. And those are pretty forced out Tennessee women. So I think that's amazing. I'm not sure if a Mount Rushmore is what I'd want, but it's some type of memorial, yeah. I think it'd be great. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yes. All right, folks, we've got a lot going on. Uh, you know, on the national level, Ron DeSantis announced last night on Twitter that he's running for president. Uh, you've got the, you know, the debt ceiling thing going on in Washington that. I'm not really paying much attention to you right now. I've got. I'll talk more about it if we really get down to a, a government shutdown. Um, but as a federal worker, I went through these debt ceiling shutdowns before. All that happens is that the the uh, myself and all my colleagues got a paid vacation, and the rest of the country just rolled right on just fine. Uh, on a state level. Uh, this uh, business about the third grade retention bill is, uh, is, is, I think it's the biggest story out there today. For it us. is, yeah. For, for you know, us. I took the little test. I did five questions, and I was like, I thought they were purposely, um, well, standardized tests have never been my thing, ever. Um I don't know if it's nerves, anxiety. I'm I'm not a great standardized test taker, but I put my knowledge up against anybody on whatever subject I've studied. But I looked at this, and I was like, these are purposely – it was just awkward questions. And so maybe they're teaching to the test, and the kids should have caught it. To, but I don't know. I mean, everybody's saying, okay, 
you know i know it's a it's something has to be done we've got to have a measuring stick somehow but i don't know how can uh, a kid be the on the honor roll and then be held back in third grade because they don't pass the test something's wrong with that it's the same way that a kid has a 3.8 gpa but makes a 16 on the act I've yeah, seen but, it happen. Yeah. I've seen it happen with my own eyes. This is the thing, guys. That is not so. This, this so is testing one test should not determine how a student progresses. All right, let's. It, we're we're going to come back. How you get into college? Yeah, we're oh, going yeah. yeah. to come back to this, uh, and that's the fault line that's been exposed: is that uh, parents and uh, have. You know, there's just story after story out there. You know, my my kid made a straight A's since kindergarten, and uh, then flunked the test. And and uh, like what uh, Clayton's talking about, you know, 3.8 GPA and then uh, 16 on the ACT. Uh, and, and folks, I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to point fingers at any individual school or school system or district uh it's obvious from this test that the state that the problem is statewide and uh is pretty much in every school district uh, coach mike what's yeah, up part of the part of the problem is the test itself it is and, and uh you know, I, I've been a long proponent. If we're if we're going to put this much weight on testing, then let's use a very well established and vetted testing program, i.e., the ACT, which is nationwide accepted by almost every college in the nation and used by every college in the nation to measure the, to measure achievement in students and stuff like that. Our state testing program has been rife with. Uh, mistakes and accidents and problems uh we we got to the problem you know there were like out of three out of four years during one time you know recently even every time we took the test something crashed something went wrong and then they decided well since the mechanics didn't go right we're going to throw the (laughs) test out well, they told us one year. They told us after the first day of testing, everything went so bad that the legislature said, you know, it came out. These tests will not count against the students. Okay, we assumed as teachers. Okay, if they don't count against the students, they don't count against the school. The te- you know, we're going to go through and do it and stuff like that. We come back in August and we find out we're on probation because our test scores are so low. Mm. Hold it, you just told us it didn't count. Well, it didn't for the students. It still Mike, does. For, it still did for the schools. Right. Mike, Mike, how can we account, though, for the fact that Williamson County, 72% proficiency, Rutherford County, 70% proficiency. What are they doing that's so drastically different from the rest of the counties? I, I don't know. Uh, usually when, you know, you, you get the statistics or you get the stuff that I've been told, you know, you know a, making A's and stuff like that in class, and then you hit the test and, you're ma- and you can't pass the test, usually tells me, though, that the grading system that the teacher used was not very accurate. Well, and because the test is, you know, again, the other side of that is the test is a little bit the state test is shaky. I'm sorry. It's just as it, to me, it's shaky. It's it's not well constructed. It's got a lot of mechanical issues and, and stuff that they say they've solved, but I haven't I haven't been convinced of that yet. Well, uh, first of all, I, mean, I, I agree, Mr. York. You, you got to talk about you know look at the counties that are doing better 
and try to ask what they're doing. Uh, but clearly, we have a statewide problem. You know, 60%, or as you would say, 60% not proficient or 40%, as you would phrase it, proficient statewide. And uh, that's, um, and of course, Murray County uh, came right in there and performed as well as the rest of the state. Or, and uh, that's that's what happened and what it's exposing, though. Now, Mike, I, you know, the test may not be ideal, uh, but any test is just a a benchmark you know sort of like a a snapshot in time uh it can't be so bad Uh, you know put it on a curve and see how it looks but it can't be so bad that it's not giving us some sort of snapshot of what's going on in third grade in this state and what is astounding people is this exactly what clayton was talking about where you graduate with a 3.8 from high school and then you make a 16 on the sat what has been explo- exposed statewide is that the entire state of Tennessee uh, has normalized social promotion. Mm-hmm. And I, without, I, as a teacher, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> without ever telling us about it. And so now all of a sudden, just all these stories, well, my child made uh, straight A's from kindergarten and now has flunked the third grade retention. My child has been an A-B student since kindergarten. Parents are finding out that they've been lied to, basically, and uh, deceit. Deceit is a very strong emotion. Uh, they parents, you know, want to want to know. You know, well, you know, they they want to know in kindergarten. They want to know in first grade. Uh, you know, how's my child doing? And 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 they're be told, oh, they're doing just fine. Got A's. Now that but, we're but, now we're finding out those A's really weren't A's, and these parents are mad, really mad. Delphi, I don't blame get like, them. Get like uh, Mike said, he experienced get, being threatened because he was trying to truly uh, gra- uh, evaluate the students, and his grade was low, so he got threatened. Yeah, yeah, and, and Mike, I appreciate his telling that tale, but uh, you know, I mean, nobody. What this test is exposed is that statewide we have normalized social promotion. And, uh, you know, I mean, I knew Mike gave us his tale. I think mm-hmm. it happened at one of Murray County schools. But, you know, we didn't, Delk, have you, have you we looked- didn't know. Actually, actually, that was not in Murray County. It was a, it was a neighboring county. I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> so, but, it was, but, but, it, but it was a similar, it was a but it, but similar it, and more subtle thing later it, here. It was anecdotal evidence of right. social promotion. Right. What, what we have now is factual evidence of social promotion apparently having crept into our public school system statewide without anybody knowing it and so this is going to change the politics of public schools in tennessee for a very long time any transition hasn't changed it hasn't changed much over the years Dell. This has been going on for a long time. Well, I think most people realized it on some level and, and, and heard people like Mike, you know, tell, you know, give their testimony. But until now, we've had no factual evidence of it existing on a statewide level, which it does. Yeah. Um, this, that's what this shows. The other thing is, is when we make a change, we're, we're going to have to stay, you know, make a decision 
how we're going to make the change, and then we've got to stay with it for a while. Uh, one of the things I was taught in college was that any major change you make, whether it's testing, curriculum, whatever, usually takes three years to fully implement and to become efficient at it. You know, there's that that first year is the learn. You know, is the is the shock year. You know, the change is there, and and I don't care how well you prepare for it. There's that shock year, and then the second year is the okay. Now we start trying this, and this works, and this doesn't work, and this works, and this doesn't work. And by the time you get to the third year, you've fleshed out what works, what doesn't work, and now you've hit the ground running. And by the third year, you've got things rolling. Now the yeah. problem is we kept changing testing programs, and we kept testing, uh, changing formats every eighteen months. I, I and never could get really. St- Settled in, right. and now we've got ten years of education scramble and and I've, and, and I've, no stability. I've been there as as a public servant when you just feel like you know what you feel like you're not getting any support. They're not letting you do your job, right? And so what happens? You just say, okay, I'll just collect my check, right? You know, and uh, that's that's right. that's poor leadership. But uh, be that as it all may. Uh, this is this is shocking and what it's going to mean is that you know the public school uh uh, uh what do you call it? establishment whatever the public school system whatever it comes to the table from now on in Tennessee whether it's a county budget meeting state legislature or whatever when the when the public school system comes to the table they are not going to be believed well, that, well, you know, you can't have a quick reaction like Mike well, says. Whenever well, you implement something or put money into something, and that's the political element that, that drives right. education, You're too, because right, they want immediate response if they put a billion dollars or a million dollars into something. And it, it takes time because you're dealing with human behavior. Again, Mr. York, you're probably right, but, you know, if... Before, if a, a lot of money was put in and the public school system or the whatever, the statewide came back and said, you gave us a lot of money, but it was just too quick. Again, they're going to have no credibility. This blows their credibility, probably for my lifetime. All right, let's take a break. Come back. <clears throat> Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorsales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. Hello. 
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Deathbed, and I'll stand over your grave to make sure that you're dead. All right, we're back. Three days with a view, and that intro uh, sort of. Uh, uh, I want to apologize to our listeners there. I missed a button coming into that intro, so they didn't get to hear much, much of that bump. Okay. And uh, that was a mistake on my part. I apologize, folks. Oh, thanks, Mike. Uh, well, we'll play it again. But yeah. here's my point. I didn't know. I, I meant to, we've got another very special guest here, and I meant to start out with him. And as usual, we get all cranked up about something. But I've got to explain that bump. That is an old Bob Dylan song, an anti-war song, and he's singing about. Um, <coughs> he's singing about. Uh, um, you know the, the capitalists, the warmongers who profit from war. And of course, this is in the Vietnam War era. We, we may need to play a lot because I think the only part they got was the last phrase. Okay, <laughs> no, they got, they and it's a pretty dark no, phrase. No, no, they got a lot more than that. They did. Think. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> all right. Let's let's do it uh, next time. Okay. Yeah, and, all right. And we'll then, play it again. That way, we can move on to lighter things at this point. But it's a you know, it's a, a Bob Dylan was a poet laureate of his generation, the Vietnam War kids' generation, the baby boomers. And uh, he, uh, like, you know, the, the anti-war sentiment, uh, and it was a it was a democratic movement uh, with Big D. Uh, they took to the streets uh, for because the war they felt the war was wrongful. It turned out they were absolutely right, and fifty thousand. Uh, young Americans lost their lives in an unjust 58 lost their lives in an unjust and unneeded war uh, you know so that that's what that's about Bob Dylan wrote it he was the poet laureate of his generation and we're going to come back to it we'll play the whole thing next break and, and come back to it it's, it's pretty bitter you know he's talking about wanting to see the capitalist warmongers he doesn't want to kill them, but he's going to dance on their graves when they do die. And um, 
I don't think that's given what I just said. Fifty-eight thousand dead for no good reason. That's that. That's worth dancing on the grave. Yeah, it's not. That's not too much. All right. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Enough. Uh, Maybe we need some sugar. <laughs> I can't help. No, you can't help, I, I can know. you, Mark? Uh, you know, we're sitting here getting ready for the show, and this fellow walks in the front door about, you know, five minutes of eight and says hello. He's got about a dozen cupcakes and brownies and whatnot with him. And uh, good morning. And, and he says, hey, I'm Mark Potterbaum, and uh, I have a bakery in Mount Pleasant. And thought I'd bring you some of this stuff by. So, Mark Potterbaum, welcome in. Glad to have you, man. How are you? I'm doing good. This is a interesting segue from the prior conversation that's into right. a bakery, but that's <laughs> but, great. But, it, but it's not just Make, a bakery. Yeah. It is a keto friendly bakery which means everybody's watching carbs like me man that's yeah. where you head to is mount pleasant yeah, for keto of, bakes one right? of the big taglines of the 60s and 70s was make love not war so there we go we're gone <laughs> all right uh, mark potterbaum now tell us the name of your business in mount pleasant it is called keto bakes as in keto is it ketogenic ketogenic diet and bakes is in a bakery so right. ketobakes.com and- and where is it located? We're in the old Fred's building at 700 North Main Street in beautiful Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And um, so you're just newly open there. Um, we've actually been in the building a couple years, but we just opened the bakery a little over a month ago. Okay. And uh, you do local retail as well as mail order, correct? Yeah. we act- Actually, our primary business is online, and we make baking mixes. So that business we started right at the beginning of COVID, and it actually turned out to be a great thing for us because as um, everything from restaurants and bakeries and places got shut down, uh, having an online business that specialized in making baking mixes for people doing low carb keto, it just caused our business to skyrocket. Hey, oh, Mark, wow. Mark, when you're on your on your mixes, and I'm being selfish, sure. so so do you do pancake mixes? We have um, um, a waffle pancake mix okay. that's maple flavored and one that's not. Okay, and they have how many net carbs? Um, most of our products average between zero to three. Are two net carbs. I think we have the cinnamon rolls might have four net carbs. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, and we have. Can you give a list of all the stuff that you do so we can market? No, we can come to you. I can attempt to. We have about forty-seven different products. Okay. But, so we have um, we have bread mixes. We have a like a regular bread loaf, an unsweetened bread loaf, and we have a sunflower version, which is not only gluten-free, grain-free, sugar-free. It's also nut-free for those people who are concerned about that. Then we have, uh, like I mentioned earlier, cinnamon rolls. We have um, glazed donuts, so you can get a chocolate topping, or you can get them with cinnamon, uh, like a cinnamon sprinkle. But there is, things are baked. You don't have to take the mixes home. Do you have some that are baked? Okay, so you walk yeah. in and get. So I started referencing all the baked mix, okay. or the mixes we make. Mm. Um, that's where we have the 47. Okay. Of the baked items, you can come in the shop or in the um, cafe. We have not only just that, we actually serve lunch and breakfast. And we have a great group of baristas, so we have gourmet coffee also available. Wow. But uh, when it comes to the baked items, you'll find cinnamon rolls. Um, I think what we we had here, the frosted fudge brownies. Which was absolutely delicious, by the way. Mm. And again, let me ask you, Clayton, you're not a health 
person eater type are you? <laughs> well, just judging that's a, a book. Age, that's a two-age Mark's just judging a book by its cover, man. Uh, but no, I'm not. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I'm just, I asked you yesterday. Yeah, I, think, I, think I, I think I introduced Mark Potterbaum, but I forgot to go around as I usually do. Clayton Harris, dude number two. How you doing, man? <laughs> Eating unhealthy and doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did eat healthy just as yes, 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 yes. And yes. So how was the brownie? Was and, it great? When he told me there was dude, no sugar. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. <laughs> Yeah, Clayton's gonna eat up everything. Oh, good my God! Regular special. That was cruel. Regular special guest. Don't say that about me now, Jim. It'll hurt my feelings. I don't want to cry on camera. Regular special guest, dude, Debbie Matthews. Good morning, and I'm I'm so thankful that we have a low carb option for something in this community because otherwise it's fried chicken or burgers, right, guys? (laughs) Yeah, Clayton, you just had one of those moments like I had a few years ago. I had a. terrible pain in my knee and went out to see jim wiseman and he uh uh what do you call that machine he put me in the mri you know yeah. and brought me in and said delk you've got a fracture in your knee Ooh. and then he sort of looked me up and down he goes but i usually only see this kind of thing in long distance runners <laughs> <laughs> correct yeah Damn, i love him the the, the keto uh, uh the brownie i just had when you told me there was no sugar in it, that's unbelievable. No sugar, yeah. no gluten. Yeah, it no was cal- no yeah. carbs. And, so, uh, right, well, let's, let's, I can attest for the cinnamon roll too. So yeah, it's, right, well, uh, so, it's quite quite good. So let's go around and see what everybody's sample is. And so Clayton, yours was what? I had the the fudge brownie, and it was fantastic. Now, so Mark, how does the fudge brownie do in terms of sugar, carbs, all that? Okay, well everything we make is no gluten. There's no sugar. And there's no grain. Was so, it sweet, Clay? Yeah. I, when he told me there was no sugar, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So we use um, all natural sweeteners instead of sugar. Which are? Um, stevia. Right. Uh, Rithitol and okay. xylitol. Oh, well, dogs can't exactly. eat a xylitol. Yeah. That will kill a yeah. dog. Exactly. FYI. So careful. you don't want to have any of the, our treats. And we always label the packages if, if that particular product includes xylitol. But it's hard to get... A, a way to mimic the way sugar really acts without using xylitol. You can't do it with erythritol or there's other products like monk, fruit, and allulose. We use those in occasionally some of our products. But our sti- primary pri- item is stevia. And let me tell you a little... Uh, what, what is stevia? Right? Okay, stevia comes from... It's a, Most of it comes from Asia, but it's an actual plant, uh, like a leaf, and they get this sweetener from it. It's, ext- it's a lot more sweeter and potent than sugar. But here's the secret. So it's all natural, but on the other hand, real sugar is all right, natural. Right. Yeah. right, but the whole difference is it's about how it affects your blood sugar. Right. Because okay. if you're a diabetic mm-hmm. or you're doing keto or low carb, the one thing you want to avoid is causing your blood sugar to increase. Sugar, um, if you drink, you know, if you. Uh, if you'd had that regular cinnamon cinnamon roll, Mike, where like a regular cinnamon roll, <laughs> right. you had maybe three, four net carbs, and a regular one would have maybe uh, somewhere between forty and eighty. Yeah, I was depending say on what brand. Was, yeah. Well, let's let's go around the room, Mike. What did you have? I had the cinnamon roll. Okay, uh, how was with it? Cream cheese. I, I guess I would say cream cheese topping, or yeah. is a cream a, cheese and butter. Okay, on that. Uh, it was great. It was it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, and uh, and again, I was kind of surprised when you know I thought, well, okay, the cinnamon roll, I can see pulling that off but that that topping and then he goes yeah well it's sugar-free too and i'm wow wow you know and, and uh, so mark t- tell us what 
uh, Coach Mike had. That, tell us about the cinnamon roll. Okay, the cinnamon roll again. It's like every, again, like everything else, yeah. gluten free, grain free, sugar free, low carb. But part of that secret is I mentioned we use stevia, right? But you can get stevia at the local. You know, you can go down to like yeah. A Walmart. We actually use it in the coffee yeah. room, and you can get it really <laughs> cheap. But to make our products taste so good, and I'm not exaggerating, when we first started our business, my wife, who developed all of our recipes, said, I want this particular brand of stevia. And I'm like, we, we can't do that. We were, and I'm not exaggerating, you can go to buy stevia at Walmart for $8, $9 for a bag of stevia. We were paying $185 a pound. What was special about stevia. this? It is the purest form of stevia made. That has a rating system, and we buy only what's called RA99, but most people out there in the marketplace are using at a much lower grade, that's and that's right. why you get that aftertaste. Let's let's get around real quick because we're going to have to talk about it. Well, I've got to go get something because I haven't, I haven't tried it yet, but I'm, I know where Keto Bakes is, and it's been on my radar to go. Can you give us your <laughs> hours and when you're open? Your we'll, we'll come back to that, I, I promise. But okay. We're going to have to talk about war after this break for a little bit. But now, Debbie, what did you have? I didn't, I didn't, I haven't tried anything yet. I've looked at it all and smelled it all and didn't want to get anything right beforehand. All right, I but, had a cupcake with some cream filling. What was that, it was cream cheese filling, chocolate cupcake with cream cheese filling. It was delicious. No yeah. sugar, no grains, no gluten. It, if you're again, if you're diabetic or if you're obviously doing keto or low carbs, the we create the dream product. But what's more important is it's not going to affect your blood sugar, right? But it tastes like mm-hmm. the real deal. It's not rocket science, but it is science. It is. All right, we'll talk a little bit more about how to access Mark's products. Uh, before the show's over, but let's take a break. We'll be back. Talk about war a minute. Third grade failure. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you had an accident. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. We'll take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram's body shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Let's talk about antique versus vintage jewelry. Did you know antique jewelry is over 100 years old and vintage is 50 to 100 years? Tillis Jewelry, located downtown Columbia, has a wonderful collection from Georgian, Victorian, Edwardian, and Art Deco. We select every piece for their timeless beauty. Stop by and select your favorite piece. Jewelry to last a lifetime. Remember, Tillis Jewelry, your antique and vintage jewelry store. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. Heller's Heatwave Heroes are keeping you from getting burned this summer. If you know you need an AC replacement, don't wait until it breaks down and you're sweating it out. Our Heatwave Heroes are saving the day with hot deals to keep you cool. Get a free UV light and free electronic air cleaner when you purchase select new HVAC systems this month. Don't wait until you need rescuing. Call the Heatwave Heroes. Visit happyhiller.com. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Fast-paced health provides easy access to quality care close to home. The streets you live on are the streets we live on. We're part of the baseball games and Main Street parades. Your community is our community, and it's our mission to provide you with quick, convenient, and affordable health care. We're here for the injuries and illnesses, the preventative treatments, the chronic conditions, and so much more. Fast-paced health. Reserve your spot in line today. Fast-paced health is now open at 600 South James M. Kimball Boulevard. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Have you noticed bad behavior has become normalized at interscholastic athletic events? Some fans seem angry. They lack civility toward one another. Some even get aggressive and unruly. Time out! What is going on? This has to stop. Let's not forget, school sports aren't just about winning. And they're definitely not an excuse to take your frustrations out on the official or the opponent. They're about teaching lessons like perseverance, respect, and empathy so students can learn and grow as people, not just as players. We all have a role to play in setting a good example for our students and teaching them these important values. So fans, it's time to step up your game and behave positively at Interscholastic Athletic Events in Tennessee. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Ask you one question Is your money that good? Will it buy you forgiveness? Do you think that it could? Well, I think you will find When your death takes its toll All the money you 
made will never buy back your soul And I hope that you die And your death will come soon And I'll follow your casket In the pale afternoon And I'll watch as you're lowered Down to your deathbed And I'll stand over your grave to make sure that you're dead Alright, we're back. Three Dudes with a View. My name's Dylan Kennedy. I'm going to talk about that song here in just a minute. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude's regular special guest, dude, uh, Debbie Matthews. Good morning, friends. And um, owner, proprietor of Keto Bakery in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, whom we just met this morning, came in with an arm full of goodies. Uh, Mark Potterbaum, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, thank you. All right, let's talk. All right, again, that is an old Bob Dylan song, I guess '69, '70, somewhere in that. It's an anti-war song. Uh, this country was roiled with, ant- excuse me, anti-war protest. Uh, one of the things I think we just had the 50th anniversary of was the Kent State. Uh, anti-war protests where National Guard members actually shot and killed uh, four uh, students. Shocked the country. Absolutely shocked the country. Uh, Needless to say, Democrats back then were the peace party. Uh, And, you know, I got Mike to locate this song yesterday, and you know, he goes, Delk, that's harsh. You know, uh, wanting he's, he's not... He's not saying he wants to kill anybody, but he says when they do die, he's going to be there and dance on their grave and ask the warmonger, the uh, warmonger who's the the manufacturer, the politician, the whoever who's making money off armaments and all this kind of thing. And remember, Tim Burchett told told us that it's perfectly legal for uh, Congress people members of Congress to make insider trades on armaments industry uh, with insider information. Yeah, to uh, to give you some, you know, the, the research machine here, is, it was released in 1963. Okay. So, a little, little bit earlier than what you were Well, a little, were bit, I thought, a little bit earlier, yeah. but I, I think... Still right in the middle of, yeah, yeah I mean, a yeah. lot of those... That, it, it's Now, the Vietnam War hadn't really cranked up yet, but it, it, it's... It, you know, Bob Dylan was the poet laureate of his generation, and um, uh, he certainly spoke. And, and the Democratic Party was it started with the young people, and that's when literally millions of young people joined the Democratic Party because they were opposed to the war. And so, Mike says it's a little extreme, you know, just. Uh, say you, you can't wait to dance on somebody's grave and uh, will your money buy you forgiveness and I said no 58,000 dead for no reason that is certainly you know I don't wish anybody's death but I can do that at the same time by not by celebrating them being gone so and, Del, why, why when you were asking mike to pull this up yesterday what was laying on your heart to where you wanted this song out there for people to listen to what's 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 on your mind and your heart about this uh right, is this about the ukraine it's, it's about ukraine debbie and I, i'm it's the this whole thing is it, it's being 
you, you have to understand the military industrial complex. Uh, all, you know, it, it, this whole thing is being perpetuated and was provoked by a group of people who have wanted uh, war with uh, Russia and then China basically since the beginning of the Cold War. Yes. And, uh, you know, 60, 70 years ago. They they want us to go to war with them. And that would be John McCain, Mitt Romney, Marco Rubio uh, on the Republican side, and now the entire Democratic Party. And uh, it, it's it's just as wrong now as it was in Vietnam. And Del, Delk, you got it all wrong. All right, go you ahead. You got it show. all wrong. <laughs> the, you know, it's, it's different between trying to stop an aggressor and perpetuating a war that was in Vietnam. We were trying to stop an aggressor there. And and that war was a slow bleed with 58,000 deaths at the end of it. But, yes, and it turned out that stopping the aggressor was just dead wrong. You write well, your right, you concede it. Just like in Iraq. Yeah, do you, the, intent, the intent was good. Do you concede that America, the war in Vietnam was wrong? I, I think the intent was right, but losing that many lives was wrong. And, and we should have tried and to... And are just shaking our heads. You know, what's the difference? All right, go ahead. But but the, the Putin issue, the Ukraine issue, is, is also trying to stop an aggressor. If someone attacks you and Clayton comes over and helps you, is he wrong for helping you? Mr. York, this is you the, know, the Ukraine became a part of the Russia. Same thing with Ukraine, the Ukraine you know? became a part of Russia in like 1753 under Catherine the Great. Uh, but the, me, the, so you, we, Ukraine we, was we a prov- sovereign nation, Debbie. They are now a Ms. sovereign York, nation. Mr. York, I, ca- I closed the case on this the other day. We provoked uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the the attack on Ukraine by uh, putting NATO troops. Right there on the Russian border, yeah. And they, I, like I, like I said to you the other, Mister York, how would you feel if Russia po- put troops in Canada? That's not the truth, Dell. They so did what's not, not the there's truth? There's always been troops in NATO across the those years. Mister York, countries. NATO used to they end. They hadn't beefed up their their number of p- folks over there. Mister York, NATO used to end at East Germany and is continuing to expand eastward for the last 30 years and Russia has been very upset about it the entire time and that warmonger John McCain just kept pushing and pushing pushing to have more and more nations added toward Russia uh, into NATO and finally we are actually on their border with NATO and they feel threatened and justifiably so so why did Finland and Switzerland join NATO I think they're foolish. They want some protection. That's why they join well, NATO. I, well, I think I think they they're going. They're be, on the border. I'll of tell you why they joined NATO. They're going. These fools are about to actually get in a war, so yep. we better do something to protect something themselves. Something's going to come in. Yep. So they joined the NATO organization what because does that they prove? also want protection <laughs> from aggression from Russia. But Mr. York, that does not mean that they supported. They have here to now not supported the expansion of NATO eastward for a very good reason, because they thought it would provoke the Russians. But now the Russians have been provoked. 
horses out of the barn, baby. Just better get ready. That's what they're doing. Has, Switzerland has always been a sovereign nation, not joining NATO, not joining America, not joining any Western alliance. All of a sudden, because of Russia's aggression, they feel the need to have and some no. protection. And, may I? Again, again, it's not. It's not. It's because of NATO aggression that Russia is upset, and justifiably so. What you say proves nothing. I don't even get why you're bringing it up. Well, Let well, me, because you're I, wrong with the theory that they put troops on the border, and that's why Russia attacked Ukraine. That's not true. That's been in their public statements, Monsieur. May I? I mean, what, what, you know, I mean... If 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 Russia put troops in Canada, would you support invading Canada? Hell yeah, you would. Or if Texas seceded, and then uh, Russia put troops in Texas, then would we have a problem? Because that's sort of the equation we've got here. I'm using Canada because it's a cleaner cut analogy. Mexico's complicated. Well, we're talking about something that had left the USSR. And became autonomous for a few years. What are you that talking? Ha- Ukraine was a part of Russia since 1753, and then after the Cold War ended and the wall came down, the Ukraine became uh, its own nation okay. for the first time in a, so, a long time. So, so Russia is trying to get back its territory, its seaports, and and all of those things. All of those things are history from 1753 has been a part of Russia. Russia feels extremely threatened. And, well, they ought to be. We have, they are the aggressor. We have threatened them. And, you know, they, 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 they don't realize... They're the that, bully. Well, they don't, they're not the bully here. They're just <clears throat> acting in it's their It's not only that we put NATO troops there, they're but it, it is saying that we put some chemical and biological... Uh, research labs also in the Ukraine near the Russian border. There's a lot of stuff going on here. But let me say this. And, and well let's let's say this though. Who who was it who called a cousin or something and they're in the National Guard and they are being trained up as we speak. Yes. It'll take a few months. But they've already been told that they will be stationed on the Ukraine Russian border. Now and you can speculate it all within the next year. Yes, within the it's next the, year, they're that, already there. That was an acquaintance or cousin of yours, Clayton. Correct. Yeah. Well, guys, you know hang on, Debbie. But so, right? I mean, so this is—we don't really know why this soldier, but he's already been told that his station will be on the Ukraine-Russian border, and he's he's been at the border, U.S. border, for the past year. Yeah, so, he would probably be part of the NATO contingency. We always have American troops in all of these countries as part of the NATO contingency plan. There's more. Well, U.S. Okay. There's not an there's not an involvement other than being part of NATO, Mister York. You don't know. And second, uh, second of all, though, Russian intelligence, as if it's being told to Clayton by his cousins, you know, Russian intelligence has picked up on it. They feel threatened. Guys, justifiably so. We had a National Guard person that disclosed confidential information that there were U.S. troops already in the Ukraine, and this kid was arrested for disclosing that. And we 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 know that there are troops already in the Ukraine from the U.S. We've been, you know, we've all been through, you know, the uh, the first Gulf War, the second Gulf War, Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, and you know. 
always before there's a deployment you know you know it because like you know somebody's cousin is being sent to training to be sent to ukraine uh the 101st helicopters are uh flying overhead toward jacksonville florida where they'll be put on ships and so lately we've been just repeatedly hearing you know stuff you know so and so is being deployed i ask him you know where is he going he said, "I can't tell, but it's bad." That's what I some acquaintance told me the other day. You but always none know. None of you have served so a day in the military. That is You haven't served time. a day in the military, so you don't even know how the military operates. Mr. York, I was not telling you how the military operated. I was telling you what we civilians have seen and heard prior to deployment. Well, you, well, you always hear all these things. You know, so and so's getting shipped this way, or so and so's got his company's got to go this place, or they're low. Loading up ships in Jacksonville, so Miss York, you know, I, frankly, I find that insulting. The, the well, that's first, normal first operations. Of, first of you all, all you're, make, you're, you all f- first of all, first of all, like you're an expert on it. That's but, normal operations for the military to move people around and put them in different places. Uh, Germany, Mr. York, full of military. Miss York, uh, anybody out there who's listening has been through one of these ramp ups to deployment, and you start hearing things. You've insulted me because I didn't serve in the military in 1974. Uh, which is certainly you, you've insulted me there, and second of all, you've insulted me for making a comment on military matters when I made a comment on civilian matters. So come on, can, can I list a couple of well, things? Well, that, I apologize if you feel insulted because you didn't serve uh, in the military, but I'm saying things happen that civilians don't understand about the military okay, all the time. Okay. No, Clayton's but the, got something to say. Some, all right, go, no, go uh, quick. Just, just, bu- just before we go to break, I just want to list a couple of things that have happened this week. Uh, 50 senators have gotten satellite phones. Yes. 30 tons of ammonium nitrate is missing yes. on a rail car from Wyoming to California. Yes. And, Clayton, you, you, and the government has bought $250 million worth of radiation medicine. Yes. Ooh, I didn't hear that. Yes. That but, just broke but, yesterday. Clayton, a lot of people are saying that, you know, oh, that phosphate leaked out. Well, Clayton chased that one to the ground. The, New York Times. The, the New York Times. The seals on the car were intact and had not been breached. No, it had not. Right. That, that fertilizer didn't leak. So what can we tell everybody? Get a satellite phone. Get your iodine. for Get your iodine. We probably all need to be taking iodine for radioaction in our thyroid. To, for them to give 50 senators Some, satellite phones. That's right. Something, something's <laughs> up. And again, something is up. Again, anybody who's lived through the Gulf War, the Iraq War, the Afghan War, you know that before something happens, you just start hearing things. Well, it, I, uh, I think it'll be a yeah, false flag. A lot flag. of the stuff's not true, Delk. A lot of that stuff is conspiracy. <laughs> All of what he true. has said is fact, Jim. Yeah, Everything Clayton just said but, is no, fact. Mr. York, you're right, but when the noise increases, you know something. some of it's right. Uh, all right, we will be back next Tuesday. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Tomorrow morning, Inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. Get out there, folks. This is going to be a great Memorial Day weekend. Right. Eat some keto bags, 7 to 2, the old Fred's building in Mount Pleasant. Mark, thank you. Yeah, no Mark. Worries. It's been again, a pleasure, you guys. Thank it's been you. great. You hijacked away. Great. No thank worries. you for those goodies, man. Have a great weekend, everybody.